Welcome to <laughs> What the Fuck Fight, brought to you by Salty Mermaid Entertainment. Right. I was frightened. Yeah, in my defense, I was keeping it together. And then I looked at Chase, and he looked like he was, I don't know, meditating or something. And then Adam screamed, and it's not my fault. You're okay. the one who made noise first. No. Are you telling this to me or to the True. audience? I don't know. Welcome to the show. I was mm. thinking about a bird when you were talking to me. <laughs> Oh. I'm not even joking. It's okay. Welcome Wait, to the show. Hey, I don't even know. I think maybe it was a, a dodo. Mm. They're extinct. That makes though. sense. Welcome to the show. I'm that Jen Scott Pickett. Up. I'm sitting here with Dodo Scott Pickett. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, fuck the show already. Budgie Anonymous Adam. <laughs> okay. I'm Jen Scott Pickett. 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 Oh, damn it. <laughs> Jen Scott Pickett. I'm sitting here with Chase Salt Pickett and Anonymous Adam, who don't know their own names. Salt Pickett. I, I said it. All right. What the fuck is what the fuck fights? It is a fun competition to see which one of us can come up with the most interesting stuff from the internet in regular life. Chase is my partner on this show. He is my partner. Dodo. What? Dodo. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's my opponent. Each week we have a new theme, and Anonymous Adam is both our referee and our judge. Yep. I did it. All no. right. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you can tolerate more of us at Salty Mermaid ENT. Check out our website, SaltyMermaidEntertainment.com. I'm very proud to say I put up a blog post last week for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Maybe tell a friend. Yeah. Or tell an enemy. Yeah, that's fine, too. Or an enema. Tell your grandma when you go to Thanksgiving. Whoever. Your ultimate enemy. <laughs> yeah. Your ultimate enema. Before no. we really get truly started, I just want to say that I am full of beans today. Oh, no. Why would you say that? Because I am full of beans. But I'm, where did you get beans? Is I'm this full, a pun? No, I'm just full of beans today. All right. Wait, so you, I mean. I'm going to give you the sauce. Like baked beans? No. So. Okay, why don't you it's do a way, the weigh-in? It's a way of saying I'm going to be sassy. Oh. oh, beans today. I just thought he was full. I was trying to tell us he ate gassy. beans. I thought you okay. <laughs> We're not. Sassy gas. Very literal. I, I was, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weigh-in. This week's theme is faith restored in humanity. Yes. Stories. Events. Yeah. Basically, it's just heartwarming Occasions. true stories that restore your faith in humanity. And at this time of year, I think that's perfect. Thanksgiving is around the corner and Christmas and all the holidays and you know, we do talk about a lot of negative stuff sometimes, so let's uh, let's focus on some good stuff, well, right? Well, my heart is encased and nice, so let's do this. Well, it's about to melt. Great. Mm. What, so, what do you have for stories? I think this is... Um, <laughs> this is going to be um, another rapid fire type. Like, we've got several. I kind of like those more. I do. They're faster, and yeah. you cover so much more material. Um, and the thing is, I have a lot of conflicting emotions uh, or feelings about this because... I am really excited about the material I brought. That said, I was getting like choked up just from reading them in my head. So I'm nervous that I won't be able to share the stories about, you know, struggling. Am I going to have to read? Uh, I have one that I'm like, pass on to you to oh read. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I know you couldn't stop laughing at a mailbox. Exactly. Yeah. They're happy stories. They're just um, also, you know, tearjerkers a little bit in a good way. It's a feel good. <laughs> You don't cry at all. I'm sobbing. <laughs> yes, exactly. I hold it together and both. Um, Chase is crying right now. That's why he's being so quiet. I too have things that will jerk your tears. <laughs> it sounds a... different when you say it. I don't yep. like that. Nope. There. Do you have anything specific to entice us with? Um, yes. <laughs> Great. You didn't give details on your story. It's true, actually. You didn't. Thank you, referee, for 
clarifying that. Negative five points. Yep. Okay, most of mine are like very personal stories, like um, comments and like Facebook posts. Um, I have a few news articles, but it's like this person witnessed something and then they decide to share it, or somebody was really kind to them in line uh, or something it. like that. So I have a lot of just like one-on-one type stuff. I, I would say okay. I was having a really difficult time, and I think because we're you say that every podcast, uh, and I, in every podcast I do have a difficult time. And I'm this, sorry, I, this time was no different. Okay. I got the beans, <laughs> and I did. I I spent one day researching, and I was. So, uh, so terrible. I was so unabused by everyone's lack of helping one another. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, everyone's helped each other before okay. they've done this. I was, I wasn't moved by uh, most of the material I was finding. Does this mean I already win? Because I was so. When, was maybe you're just, you just maybe your story still sucked though. Who knows? I don't know. Hmm. Um, and that's nothing. Maybe you're just your not stories. a psychopath like Chase. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> And then right before the show, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll make another little half-hearted attempt to find some good stuff. And I was like there, like a little baby. Like, <laughs> you found some? found some? I found ah. something I like. But I don't, I didn't prepare for a rapid fire. So you, you probably have a lot more content than I do. I just but got, you have more than three rounds. Yeah, I just got the stuff that I that I liked. Okay. And you know maybe that's not fair. And I should have thought about you, listening audience. Okay. But I didn't. I was selfish. <laughs> the show is it for them? And I picked the stories <laughs> that moved me. I mean and that maybe, makes sense. That's what we should always do. Maybe they'll move you. Yeah. All right. Great. Are we done? I feel pretty good. Awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event. <laughs> To my right in the delectable dairy corner. Did somebody say cheese? That's right. No, he denies it. This man consumes exclusively cheese on a daily basis. We told him it wasn't Gouda, but he isn't having it. It's Chase. <laughs> Gouda. I like that word. It was stupid. <laughs> and to my left in the puns are a scourge on the face of humanity corner. And also my favorite concept ever. That being said, Jen, uh, why did the mermaid cross the road? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to get to the other tide. That was great. Yeah. And I have to say this. Um, we're very grateful last week that we had somebody who like subbed in for us and like shout out to Alex uh, Pepper. And the ghost you never heard. But he, no. his... Mm. His, <laughs> attempt, his attempt at doing the announcements made me appreciate how much effort you really put into yours because Alex couldn't even say my name right. Which is really funny <laughs> because when I was actually, Chase doesn't know this, but when I was writing your intro mm-hmm. like two hours ago because I procrastinate, <laughs> uh, I accidentally spelled your name as Jean. So that's my name now, folks. <laughs> yes. <Yep. laughs> it was J-E-E-N. Yep. So, uh, so two weeks in a row, that just that's who I am now. But. Yep. Anyway, um, also Chase talked last week about mice and cheese. So, no, mice really, yeah, don't like cheese. Yeah, it so. is a scientific fact. They hate oh, it. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Mice, mice don't like the cheese. Yeah. They're more likely to eat a human than eat the cheese. Sure, That's, I mean, same, honestly. Yeah, I like he, cheese. See, he gets it. I'm more of a Gouda guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want a shirt. I want a shirt that says Gouda guy. <laughs> Yes, with just like a brick of Gouda with a bite taken out of it, just like that sharp cheddar cheese that we found in the fridge in the last house that you had taken a bite out of. No, 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 no. That was Jen. That was her emotional support cheese. Yeah, we made a video about that. I thought it was him. No, that was Jean. That was Jean over there. (laughs) Oh, my God. And her emotional support cheese. (laughs) And we made a video about it. Oh, my God. 
It's yes. Amazing. I just remember opening up the cheese and just seeing like this fat ass, like toothy mark in it. Just like, wh- why? Okay. But I would like to say that the video was inspired because I was honestly finding teeth marks in the cheese. And to this day, I don't know who was doing it because everybody in the family denied it. But the video we made about it being emotional support cheese only came because there were actual teeth marks. I, to this day, when I shop, do not buy blocks of cheese. <laughs> it's not my thing. We all know who it was. <laughs> It's no question. I'm a good guy. <laughs> okay, we should get I'm on. I'm a good boy. <laughs> oh my God. Let's, uh, All right, do let's the get actual. This, let's get this thing. Uh, let's go. Jen, you want to start us off with, Always. Uh, with your favorite story of humanity? Um, I'm going to. I have so many good ones. One of the things that inspired this whole topic for me, actually, I couldn't find a copy of it, but um, it resonated with me and it stayed with me for years. I remember seeing this guy had posted um, on Reddit that he had social anxiety and he'd never been to the restaurant, Subway restaurant sandwiches, which is, you know, a pretty common restaurant, pretty easy experience, but you don't just go in and order food. You have to do the line. And he had never gone in and he was scared because he didn't know how to order the food. And so he posted on Reddit. And, you know, people on the internet can be cruel. But, like, everybody was so helpful. They chimed people in. People can and, be cruel. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> they, you, it would be easy to mock somebody in a situation who's like, how do I order from Subway? Because it seems silly. But for somebody who's had social anxiety or intimidated by situations like that, which I've experienced in my lifetime, it was just really nice to see, like, people chime in and, like, give him all the information he needed so that he wouldn't feel stupid when he ordered food, which... Adam, you talked about this. With yeah, I don't go to Starbucks, Starbucks because I'm scared. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I am afraid. Right, right. So I'm the person that like Googles a menu before we go so that I'm prepared for the experience. Yeah. I want to know what the, the lighting is like, the pictures, what people wear, what the food is, the menu. I'm not going to say Venti and they're going to crucify me. <laughs> you know what place started giving me anxiety a little? And I don't get it. You know, that's not my thing. Yeah. But I started a little, a little panicking. Uh, Chick-fil-A. What? It's because they're so popular now. Mm-hmm. That they have people standing outside <clears throat> with iPads oh. in the line. So as soon as you get to the window, everything's already paid for. You've already ordered, and they're just handing <laughs> the food out to you. So to this day, probably the last, I don't know, five, I don't go a tremendous amount, but probably the last five times I've went, you pull up, and there's, <clears throat> there's not a, a sign with the food on it. So you can't see. Oh. You have to know. You have to know what you fucking want. Oh, that's oh, crazy. You, can't, you don't there's have a sign. A menu. Yeah, you don't have a. There's. They literally. You roll up. and They're like, "Hey, my pleasure to serve you. What do you want?" And you're like, "I uh, I, I had I chicken yeah. sandwich." And they're like, "Okay." And I was, uh, "Is that is that a one or uh?" <laughs> that's so weird. I have not been to Chick Fil A probably in years, to be honest. But that's I know the Lord's chicken. Well, let's not go to what Chick-fil-A means to some people. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I will say that I've noticed certain restaurants like Zaxby's and McDonald's now, they have these big signs advertising to, while you're in line, put your order in on your phone. Yeah. And it's crazy to me because the drive-thru is supposed to be like Right. Fast. Well, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> if you don't know what you want, you don't get to see the sign anymore, it's, so it's you really, better be ready. It's really weird because I never noticed that because yeah. I do genuinely always know exactly what right. I want. Mm. But, but sometimes, like, you know, I might... Want something different? Yeah. I like yeah. to browse the browse the menu that I've already seen a hundred times. I'm like, hmm. Maybe it's one of those <laughs> things What do I want today? Where people feel like it's an exclusive thing. Like you can't order here unless you know the menu. <laughs> I mean, but but to an extent that's real. Right. Okay. So here's my actual story. Are you ready? Yes. Mm. Um, I have a picture with this one, which just kind of adds to the. I get, sometimes you read these stuff and you're like, somebody make this up or is this real? And this has a picture and it feels real to me, but it's a um, 
a post, I think a woman put on Facebook or something like that. For the sake of the magic, we'll say it's real. Yeah. So uh, she said, it's like an open letter to a teenager in a skating park. Dear teenage boy at the skate park, you're probably about 15 years old, so I don't expect you to be very mature or for you to want a little girl on your skate ramp for that matter. What you don't know is that my daughter has been wanting to skateboard for months. I actually had to convince her that skateboarding wasn't just for boys. So when we walked to the skate park and saw that it was full of nothing but teenage boys who were smoking and swearing, she immediately wanted to turn around and go home. I secretly wanted to go too because I didn't want to have to put on my mom voice and exchange words with you. I also didn't want my daughter to feel like she had to be scared of anyone or that she wasn't entitled to that skate park just as much as you were. Excuse me. So when you, so when she said, mom, it's full of older boys, I calmly said, so what? They don't own the skate park. She proceeded to go down the ramp in spite of you and your friends flying past her and grinding rails beside her. She only had two or three runs in before you approached her and said, hey, excuse me. I immediately prepared to, to deliver my, hey, she's allowed to use this park just as much as you guys speech. When I heard you say, your feet are wrong, can I help you? You proceeded to spend most of an hour with my daughter showing her how to balance and steer and she listened to you a feat not attained by most adults you held her hand you helped her get up when she fell i even heard you tell her to stay away from the rails so she wouldn't get hurt i want you to know that i'm proud that you are part of my community and i want to thank you for being kind to my daughter though your friends made fun of you for it she left with a sense of pride and the confidence that she can do anything because of you Skater bros are cool. Oh, my God. I've already just, someone posted him already crying. Okay. <laughs> he was a skater boy. He was a skater boy. <laughs> and I have you guys to ruin it. Thank you for no, bringing me back. No, it's beautiful, genuinely. <laughs> no, no I appreciate nice. you bringing me back to. I have actually heard that story before. Okay, well. Cool. I'm just saying. <laughs> cool. You've heard the story. I'm just saying that you're kind of in the negative right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. Just, well, just I like... have a sentimental story that you probably haven't heard. Okay. I like cinnamon. You <laughs> love cinnamon because you're a tiger. Yeah. Yep. Tigers love cinnamon. Do they? They're cinnamon. <laughs> what? Is that a thing? Yeah, they hate pepper. Okay. It's actually the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. What's your story? I have no fucking all right, clue so what's happening. This is my story. There was a picture taken. As we all know, mm-hmm. breakups can be hard. Sure. Mm-hmm. We've all been just emotionally devastated mm-hmm. at a time or two in our lives. So, I, I assume that based on the people I've broken up with, I mean, I've never been heartbroken. A single tear rolls down her face. <laughs> that was no, a I, lie for anybody who doesn't get that joke. She's pulled her legs up into the chair. She's <laughs> hugging them. <laughs> um, so this guy had just got through a breakup. He lives in an apartment building. And uh, this isn't this isn't sentimental. I was just joking. I just think this is badass. Okay. <laughs> I didn't cry during this You're one. You're on the wrong episode. No, no, no. I love this. Okay. So he breaks up. Him and his girlfriend break up. I guess she goes through the process of getting her things out. He uh, comes back and he has a note that's attached to his door. It reads, hey, dude. <laughs> Probably a guy. I don't know. <laughs> I saw you moving your girlfriend out yesterday. Sorry about that, man. There are definitely other fish in the sea. Take this and break it into ones and get your ass to the strip club. (laughs) Cheer up and Merry Christmas, your neighbor at apartment 3F. Gave him a $50 bill to turn into ones (laughs) to go to the strip club. 
to forget about his long lost love. Wow. That's amazing. And that is the type of neighbor that you want. And that's, that's the story you started out <laughs> yeah. for faith in humanity. That's the story does that, that Chase Does that built. not restore your faith in humanity? like five minutes ago when you were like, I just wanted stories that moved me. That, that did move me. me. <laughs> that, that moved the shit out of me. So now we all know. If Chase and I ever broke up, what y'all are expected to do. I want 50s. <laughs> well, now he has a friend. <laughs> An apartment F. Okay. Um, this is an article I saw. A bride and groom couldn't have their dream big wedding due to um, COVID, so they donated and served all their food to a children's shelter. Hmm. And then there's photos because... Um, we all obviously have lived through the pandemic for a while now. It wasn't a situation where it was just going to be postponed. And when you have a wedding, you have, especially when things started really turning for quarantine, like you have a place where like, um, you know, you've already invested and paid for food yeah. and flowers yeah, and shit like that. Right. So I actually saw several stories where people were very kind. They donated their wedding flowers to like nursing homes and stuff like that. Mm. I liked this one because they basically still had their ceremony. But instead of having a ceremony, as you can see in this photo, they wore their wedding dress and their tuxedo to, and they oh, the shared sh- like, their food oh, at the shelter. Nice. Yeah. And so their ceremony, which I think is a pretty badass memory, instead of having a traditional wedding, now they'll mm-hmm. forever remember that all these things that they had planned to they're still celebrating their marriage. They're just doing it in a very different Generous way. Generous way. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so that's really thought, nice. I like that. It was um, specifically a women and children's shelter. Okay. Um, so I just thought that was a really cool way to like, you know, yeah. use Yeah, that's great. Honestly. Um, I've got, it's not the same story, but it is similar. So I figured it probably makes sense to go ahead and share it now. <laughs> um, there was a girl, this was kind of her testimony that she's been a wedding administrator for like the majority of her life. Mm-hmm. So she was sharing what was the most memorable wedding that she'd ever been a part of. Nice. Yeah. And this was kind of her testimony. Um, throughout my entire career, I've organized a lot of very memorable wedding ceremonies. But my favorite ceremony that still makes me smile every time I remember <laughs> it happened was last year. So. Instead of this wealthy couple inviting a tremendous amount of friends and family to their wedding, they decided to invite children from orphanages to their wedding. They invited 258 orphans as guests to the wedding, dressed them up, (laughs) let them come, and the entire night the kids got to dance and play and eat as much as they could possibly handle, and they were also entertained by guest celebrities. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. Um, so they had over 258 orphans at their wedding. And then as a thank you, all 258 orphans like put together like artwork mm-hmm. and thank you letters and sent it to them and they Aww. turned it to a big collage. Oh, uh, I wonder if they had like, um, if they were raised in the foster system or anything about the people getting married that like kind of was part of their inspiration. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't obviously know. I don't like to assume, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if yeah. there was something that had a tie to that. <clears throat> Because for what it's worth, how many people would be like, you know what? Let's invite 258 orphans right, to the wedding. Right, yeah. Like yeah, that's, it's very random. Right. <laughs> yeah, but to give them that experience and like even, you know, yeah. something. You yeah, know, absolutely. That's, cool. that's just sweet. Um, okay, this one's pretty short, but I like applaud technology and what a way to use it. An injured turtle received a new 3D printed shell. Have you heard of this? No, but it's cute already. (laughs) Yeah, I have pictures. When a turtle, which now goes by the name Freddy, was found in a bush in Brazil after a fire, he had little chance of survival. But thanks to modern technology and the work of a dedicated group of surgeons, his life was saved when he received the first 3D printed 
Turtle Show ever produced. The achievements of science and the kindness of ordinary people did a great job here. Check it out. You can see before and after, and I'll throw that up on the blog. Oh, snap. It's like a little stone. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around 3D printing. Like, it still blows me away. I don't get it. Like, how is this real? I feel like it's well, magic. Well, Gavin was supposed to blow our, <coughs> blow our minds. Yeah. Well, our 12-year-old happened. got a 3D printer, but... What um, happened? He doesn't... He hasn't done this yet. <laughs> he hasn't so. made a turtle show yet. <laughs> right. And he's done a lot of crazy things. We're still it. finding the right turtle. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, sorry. Side note. Did you know that there, I think he's he's passed away at this point, but there was a tortoise, one of the oldest ones, uh, like over 100 years old, like ridiculously old. Yeah. Uh, his name was Jonathan, and he was gay. <laughs> he was a gay turtle. <laughs> That's <a> tortoise. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I didn't know that. Look him up. He's great. This is how turtles make. Is it? When they fuck. Yeah, when they <laughs> <bang>. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else? He's so good at the. Okay. It's good true. At the animal noises. I will exactly. be sure to look that I up. I didn't know that turtle fucking was in his repertoire, but that's fantastic. <laughs> now we know. All I've, right. I've seen my share. I All can't right. wait to hear your next heartwarming story. I do have a heartwarming story. Mm-hmm. I think even you, with your cold heart, might appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. So. There was an older lady. Um, people were skeptical that she um, was poverty stricken, that she probably didn't have like a lot of money. So, what do you mean by skeptical? Uh, well, there's not, it's not confirmed. Okay. But um, this old lady mm-hmm. would come into the supermarket every single day and she would go to the book aisle and she would stand and she would read the books. Oh. Um, and the assumption is obviously that she didn't have the money to purchase them for herself. Mm. So this little lady would come into the supermarket every day and she would sit and read the books and she'd be there for hours upon hours um, reading. And most stores <clears throat> would generally, I don't know, make you leave or make you purchase. Like it's pretty obvious right, what you're doing. Right. Um, this particular shop owner, instead of forcing her to leave or asking her to pay, um, he put a tiny little couch off to the side of the book session and told her that any time that she was there reading that she could sit down and she didn't have to stand the entire time. Oh. Yeah. And somebody give this lady a library card. What is going on? And that little couch stayed there and she came in every day and she sat down and read up until the day she died. And then when she died, they removed it. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I think they should have kept it. Yeah. Just has like a little memorial. Yeah. Still cute though. Not my story. Yeah. Sorry. Not my story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Adam, tell me if this is the correct pronunciation. Anthropologist, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anthropologist. You said anthro. Anthropologist. Astropologist. (laughs) I'm here to help. I'm an apologist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know. For all I know, I could be wrong. (laughs) Okay. An anthropologist. I'm pretty sure. Proposed a game to the kids in an African tribe. He put a basket full of fruit near a tree and told the kids that whoever got there first won the sweet fruits. When he told them to run, they all looked at each other, and then they took hands and ran together, and then they sat down together and enjoyed their treats. When he asked them why they had run like that as one, when one of them could have had all the fruits for himself, they said, and it's a a word um, in their language, and then added, how can one of us be happy if all the others are sad? And in their language, that word translates to I am because we are. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's cute. All right. You ready for this next one? Mm-hmm. Wait. S- okay, go ahead. All right, here we go. 
sorry. <laughs> I wish people could see you right now because you're chewing gum with your arms crossed. Like, please try to impress me. <laughs> well, here we go. No, I'm just... It, this is my defense mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're going to try to thaw your heart. So you're just like trying, trying to protect it. Right? I'm working on my resting bitch face right now. <laughs> okay. A father's heart races for his daughter, especially on her wedding day. But Michael, don't know his last name, didn't live to see his daughter get married. The father and organ donor was murdered 10 years ago, but his heart was there. It was beating in the chest of Arthur Thomas as he walked the bride, Jenny, down the aisle and gave her away. The two, after her father had passed, um, his heart was transplanted to this gentleman, and they stayed in touch for years and years and years. And then when it came for her to be married, she didn't have her father to walk her down the aisle. So the gentleman that received her father's (laughs) heart... Gave her oh. away to her groom. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I did read, I read a story similar to that in that the woman who received um, a heart transplant, she found out about her donor and her donor had a, was a younger girl and had a bucket list. And so she made it her mission that her oh, heart cool. could like check off the things. But I don't know, something about like being that, that personal, being the one to her walk you down. father's heart, heart still, still Oh there. my God, that's a good one. Yeah. That actually reminds me of a similar story. I have my own story. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was this guy who was sitting at this restaurant uh, next to this other family that they weren't associated with at all. Um, but uh, he was talking about his uh, survival story of um, how he got, I don't know if it was like stem cells or yeah. something. It was some kind of transplant that he needed to live and he was getting emotional about it. And then the people next to him, the guy took down like his hoodie or whatever and mm-hmm. looked at him and he realized it was the guy who gave him the transplant what? or whatever. They, I mean, they set it up so that they could like surprise him or oh, whatever. But like, it was, what are the chances? It was just really, really nice. <laughs> wow. It was sweet. Um, okay, well, I will uh, segue off that then. Um, this is from a doctor. He put it up on Facebook or Twitter or something. Oh, oh excuse me, Twitter. Um, Today I operated on a little girl. She needed O negative blood. We didn't have any, but her twin brother has O negative blood. I explained to him that it was a matter, a matter, a matter of life and death. He sat quietly for a moment, then said goodbye to his parents. I didn't think anything of it until we took his blood, and then he asked, "So when will I die?" He thought that he was giving his life for her. So. Oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, it hurts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that one's so sad. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, they both yeah. lived. It's just so beautiful yeah, that her twin was like, okay, when do I die? I can do this. <laughs> God, yeah. my heart. That's tough. All right. Oh, my eyes are leaking. Um, really? I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> what he thought would be a simple Uber trip eventually led um, to a special campaign. So this gentleman on his way to meet his friends, uh, 22-year-old Ronald Gaynor, learned on the ride that his Uber driver, Kenneth, suffered from head, throat, and tongue cancer and only had weeks left to live. And this guy's just Ubering. Yeah. Discovering um, that the Uber driver was driving for Uber to save whatever money he could for his daughters and his grandchildren, fearing that they would lose their house after he passed. Um, Gaynor was inspired to help the older man. So after he left, he rallied up his friends and they set up a GoFundMe for the for the gentleman. 
And they raised over $100,000 in five days for the Uber driver. So there was more than enough money to take care of the mortgage and even some extra for the family um, right before he passed. Can you imagine dying of cancer and then your last days you're spending it trying to get money for your family. Like, I know. Good for those people. Like, yeah. Good for them that they yeah. did the GoFundMe. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. Could you imagine uh, knowing you're going to pass and all you're and trying to do is like provide for your family? Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to lighten things up. It's still heartwarming, but like in a different way because I'm not going to be able to breathe if we keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I have a picture of an old man and he is like... um kind of leaning up against a car and, and you kind of look at it and you're like, is he hurt? He's crouching down. So you like your first thought is, oh, is he having a heart attack or something? So the guy who took the picture captioned, I stopped and asked this man if he needed help. He replied he was waiting for his wife so he could scare her. <laughs> and I love that because I love Aww. that, like, you could be that playful and silly at, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the fact oh that he God. was waiting to scare his wife, yeah. it just he, like. He looks like he's in a shootout. <laughs> yeah, so on a very similar note to that, there's another post and it's a couple, um, looks like at Zaxby's or something, but they're at a restaurant and someone took a picture of them with the caption, he stole her chicken finger so she threw a french fry at them and then they kissed. And I just love that. I love all these like cute, frisky little old people. Like They're just making me happy. It's adorable. Yeah. Okay, James. Uh, old people. <laughs> so there was a, a gentleman. <laughs> there was a lady that was uh, walking down a sidewalk and she noticed that these birds were in a very uh, specific pattern. And oh, um, they were spelling out a message. <laughs> like <laughs> the gram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they were in the shape of a heart. Wait, the on birds, the ground. Were the birds alive? Yes. <laughs> they were not dead <laughs> birds and a, in a heart. Killer. Some psycho killed birds <laughs> but in a heart. I'm just checking. Um, it's outside of his crush's window. Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after, a man walked up and uh, he explained to her that uh, the window up from where the birds were is where his wife was and that every morning he comes out because she loves birds and he puts bird seed on the ground in the shape of an heart. So when she opens Aww. up her window to look out first thing in the morning, um, birds are in the shape of a heart for her. That is fucking beautiful. <laughs> that, wow. Give that man an award. Honestly. Yeah. That's creative. <laughs> I mean, for real. I have bird seed. I'm just saying, if you mm. want to do something. Yeah, well, you got to stop eating it. <laughs> You'll open the window and it'll be in the shape of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like. <laughs> You'd yeah. be like, that's my guy. Just a middle finger. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one I think is worth sharing because it really challenges all of us to like shift our own perspective and stuff. Um, so this guy put up a Facebook post on January 26th, which is my birthday. He said, tonight I went into Walmart to buy a pizza for dinner. A man was in line in front of me, shorts, hoodie, flatbill hat, douche beard. <laughs> I immediately, okay. <laughs> I immediately judged this man and thought, wow, what a douche. <laughs> he had a cart full of items and I only had the pizza. So the man turns around and says, go ahead of me. I said, thank you. And then I felt pretty bad. Then I went to pay for my pizza. I had misplaced the $10 bill I had in my wallet and could not find it. I didn't have the money to pay for the pizza. I started scouring uh, for the money again, the man tells the cashier to just put it on his. He paid for my pizza, didn't know my name, didn't ask questions, just bought a stranger a pizza and wanted nothing in return. I thanked him for what seemed like a thousand times. And on the drive home, I cried for the first time in a year. Tonight, my hatred was challenged. There are good people out there. Tonight, I was put in my place. 
And Damn. I think that even though you would think, wow, just, but the fact that even if he wasn't rude to the guy, that he had this commentary in his head, like, oh, this guy must be a douche. And well, then yeah. the guy let him in front of him and the guy didn't let him in front of him. He wouldn't have even, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. the way it all worked out. I thought, hmm. Mm-hmm, Can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> weird. Is I don't know what that means. I just thought it was interesting to share because the guy had such a, such a you know, jerk head. What's the yeah. word? Like a, in his head, he has such like a, a rude. Just jerk face. I don't jerk, know. Yeah. Jerk sauce. I'm just saying that he assumed based was, on what the guy uh, was asshole. wearing. Right. That he, But he was the one being an asshole by judging this other guy who was actually a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, uh, than me, (laughs) beard. You know the outfit did sound a lot like Chase. (laughs) (laughs) I bought that pizza. Incessant love pizza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I did want to say that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But also at the same time, that's exactly what you're supposed to do with books. (laughs) Exactly what you're supposed to do. The book is supposed to entice you with its cover. Yeah. 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 Cool. Meet Patrick. Okay. What? (laughs) A.K.A. The Waterman. Oh, okay. We've seen this movie. Really? Is this a movie? Yeah, it's got Kevin Costner. No, that's that's Waterworld. Waterboy? That's that's, that's a different guy. Oh, <laughs> you're thinking else. of uh, Aquaman. <laughs> okay. Waterman. Is this Patrick? Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> yes, this is SpongeBob and Patrick. Okay. Every day, Patrick hangs out with his best friend and they go jellyfishing. <laughs> Um, this guy delivers water to the wild animals and dry lands of Kenya's um, Sava West National Park. Mm-hmm. Kind fellow who is a pea farmer in his local village came up with the idea after seeing the dire effects that global warming is having on Kenya's land. Said, we aren't really receiving rain the way we used to, he says. So I started giving animals water because I thought if I don't do this, they're going to die. So he spends a few hours driving every single day to fill the dry watering holes that used to be there with life-saving water. Uh, whenever he shows up with a truck of 3,000 gallons of fresh water, the elephants, buffaloes, antelope, zebras, and all the animals come to greet him. Holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. He says there's completely no water, so the animals are depending on us humans. Um, and if we don't help them, they're not going to survive. Said last night, I found 500 buffalo waiting at the dry what? water hole. When I arrived, they could smell the water, and they started drinking the water as soon as I uh, started pumping it out. So, holy shit! Every that's time, a huge every time commitment. he goes back, yeah, he does this every single day. Every oh single day, God. he drives 3,000 gallons of water hours out into the middle of this dry area, and he drains the water into the space where watering holes used to be. How can he and afford all, this? Where's the getting the water? And all the animals come up and like, what's up, man? What's up, Patrick? Wow. Thanks for the water, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like us when we accidentally started feeding the raccoons and possums because we were trying to feed our cat. Yeah. And how eager they are. Can you imagine doing that for 500 wild buffalo? Like, this is him and his truck pumping out water. See his yeah. giant-ass water truck. That's... Yeah. And I was like, the animals, whenever they come up, when it starts filling up, drinking. That's crazy. There's a lot of pictures, but... um, um, Yeah, so what... And also, what's great is he... Yes, this little simple pea farmer was yeah. doing this all out of his own pocket. Oh. And then when people found out about it, now there's a GoFundMe um, oh, set up... good. ...specifically for him oh, that's great. to where it can help him, where he can continue to do it every single day. Wow, so every that's single huge day, commitment. Yeah. He delivers water to the animals so they don't die. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Patrick. I heard, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, Henry Cavill? Yes. Superman yes. or Geralt the Witcher? Uh, I love the Witcher, by the way. But uh, he said that in preparation for the role 
for one specific scene. They wanted to have him look as absolutely like shredded as possible. Mm-hmm. And to do that, they apparently made him dehydrate himself oh, for like an that. over like a two to three day period, like Ooh. a really, really aggressive like on death's like, door. Yeah, basically. But apparently that makes like this, the skin shrink around the muscle yeah. and it makes you look more ripped. But also he said that, uh, by that time you have the ability to smell water and that's wow. a really interesting concept to me because yeah. I've never thought about that before. I've never yeah, thought about weird. water having a scent. I guess yeah. like it's an instinct. Yeah, yeah. you just begin to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it makes sense if you're like, you know, Those, those bodybuilding competitions, they don't... All these guys come out and they smile and they flex, but and uh, generally behind the scenes in the back, they're all like dead and dehydrated and yeah. laying on the floor... Jesus. Um, I know they do that sometimes they're weigh-ins too if they're cutting it close, right? They're not or something. They well, yeah, those guys will will dehydrate you know, themselves. Or they something. will cut a, a tremendous amount of water weight, water weight to make weight, and it's not uncommon for the fighters to fight ten pounds over what they weighed in or more. Which sometimes. is crazy. Yeah. Jesus. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> gosh, I don't know why do I do that when I'm. Doing the podcast, I feel like I have to cough a billion times. Nobody else, just me. I, I mean, honestly, I think that's like a psychosomatic thing <laughs> because, yeah, because you're oh, constantly yeah, thinking about it. Thing. Okay. Yeah, because honestly, I also want to cough right now. Oh, okay, great. So. All right. We could all cough. If you <laughs> no. want? Just get it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> all right. When I, this is pretty short. When I worked at a nonprofit that handled suicide prevention. I had access to the donation records. Every month, a specific man donated $15 to our organization. It was like clockwork. Mm. Same day, same man. He had been doing this for over four years. It always seemed odd to me, but I never questioned it until I saw a note attached to it one month, which said, for Noah from dad. His donation was once his child's allowance. I promise you they would miss you for the rest of their lives. Okay, well, you know what? I don't (laughs) want to do this anymore. (laughs) I know, it hurts. Oh God, yeah. So, wow, yeah. Um, on a lighter note, there was a <laughs> uh, I don't know where, but it was like this black lab uh, that would approach this like counter at this uh, like outdoor restaurant or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and present them with leaves because he saw people oh, paying. I've heard of this, and he was trying to like pay for uh, food, <laughs> he was, like, and so to give them he thought the money yeah was the leaves and yeah, yeah animals are. Did they feed him? Yeah. Yeah. But he thinks he's paying for it. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. My dog used to bring me rocks. <laughs> Does that mean he was asking for favors? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Taffy. <clears throat> Taffy. Yeah, we called her Taffy because she always had a rock in her mouth. Now we know. That is what? I don't yeah. know. I don't get it. Taffy. What? Like Laffy Taffy. Can you chew on it? What's yeah. that got to do with rocks? Well, I mean, rocks is what she had in her mouth, but we called her Taffy. Okay. Why didn't you call her Jawbreaker? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine screaming Jawbreaker? Yeah, that would be great. Jawbreaker. <laughs> I want to name my next pet Jawbreaker. No, you won't. It's going to be a budgie. <laughs> a budgie. Okay, what's your story? Um, I'm out of stories. Are you really? Mm-hmm. For real? All it's right, well, own. I'm yeah. about to take over this podcast because I got like 20 more. Oh, uh, shit. <clears throat> Let it rain. We're only like 40 minutes in, so. Okay, so. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Owners of a Georgia bar took down the dollar bills decorating its walls and ceiling to give to unemployed staffers um, in April. So this was during the pandemic. The sandbar on Tybee Island in Georgia is known as the, quote, dollar bill bar because uh, because for years, customers have been writing notes on singles and stapling them to the walls and ceilings. Um, 
the uh, bar's owner and volunteers spent days painstakingly taking down all the bills and picking out the staples so they could donate the money to the bar's out-of-work employees. The bills added up to over um, almost $4,000. And so she divided it between her four bartenders and two magicians. Two magicians? Musicians. Magicians. I was like, oh, is that magic? (laughs) Uh, Well, what's funny about that is there's a a, a restaurant and bar where I'm from that... um, does the dollar bill thing and they did have a magician who traveled around to tables and stuff so like that's Made why balloon it, animals yeah he did weird stuff. Oh, that's different from a magician <clears throat> thing yeah could you imagine just trying to enjoy your fucking dinner and then like <laughs> the great gandalfini <laughs> fucking <laughs> well, everybody loved it because what he would do was like he would make the dollar bills like disappear and they would show up on the wall or in crazy shit like mm. you, they would look up and the dollar bill that you wrote on would be on the ceiling oh, <laughs> they appear in your mouth like you're like, choking <laughs> Actually, on that, um, this is an important, um, I mean, a related story that has to do with money. Oh, God. Okay. It's um, about, well, it's not about giving money as much as it's a professor giving a lecture. Hold on. It says, a well-known speaker started off his seminar by holding up a $20 bill. In the room he uh, of 200 he said, who would like this $20 bill? Hands started going up. He said, I'm going to give this $20 bill to one of you, but first let me do this. He proceeded to crumple the $20 bill note up. He then asked, who still wants it? Still, the hands went up in the air. Well, he said, what if I do this? So he dropped it on the ground and started to grind it into the floor with his shoe. He picked it up. It was now crumpled and dirty. Now, who still wants it? Still, the hands went into the air. And he continued to do things like this. My friends, you have all learned a very valuable lesson. No matter what I did to the money, you still wanted it because it did not decrease in value. It was still worth the $20. Many times in our lives, we are dropped, crumpled, ground into the dirt by the decisions we make and in the circumstances that come our way. We feel as though we are worthless, but no matter what happened or what will happen, you will never lose your value. Dirty or clean, crumpled or finely creased, you are still important to those who love you. Your value never changes. So that was just like... (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to be able to get through any of these. I have a few more that I want to throw out. Uh, These are less about like the heartwarming stories and more like posts that people have done that just made you feel good. So I thought I'd throw these out there. If you ever feel bad about yourself, remember that if you were a fictional character, people would probably love you for all your flaws and quirks and mannerisms that you probably hate. So just remember that. Okay. I love you. And I love that because as a writer, that's so true. Nobody wants a character on a show or in a book that's boring and perfect. We all like, you know, what is it like Loki, for example, everybody yeah. loves the, what is it? Anti-hero. Is yeah. that what they're called? Anti-hero. Um, <clears throat> Blah, 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 feeling the dead air. <laughs> Chase, you don't have anything else. <laughs> okay, I'm nope. just going to... Okay. <clears throat> Here's a funny one that has nothing to do with this, but I want to share it anyway. I once saw... Wait, some, what? This is... It popped up on my Pinterest for some reason, and I want to share it even though it's not... You're just keep pulling memes from your phone now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I once saw someone skipping rocks and eating a sandwich on the beach. He tossed his sandwich in the water and bit the rock, and he froze, <laughs> and we just made eye contact. <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like it's something that I would do. Did you see me skip that ham sandwich, Scott? <laughs> just I'm... knowing that someone witnessed that and <laughs> just something about it made me um, laugh really hard. I once saw a girl on the edge of a dock in some video. She was taking a picture of like a fish and yeah. she threw her phone in the water and kept the fish. <laughs> oh my God. Her face was like... Ah, ah, ah. Okay. That makes me feel better because... Um, None of my family has ever let me live this down, Adam. But there was a time we were at our brother's house 
and I was pulling something out of the <laughs> oven and I put an yeah. oven mitt on my hand and then I grabbed the pan with the hand that didn't have the oven mitt. <laughs> and to this day, they never let me live that down. But that's, it's normal. People do stupid shit like that. Yeah. Every time I see her near the oven, I scream at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are uh, your fingertips, by the way? Um, Why don't you tell that story? Nope. Not important. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Great. You're not going to tell the story on how you really wanted the fire at the fire pit to be closer to you. So you decided to move the metal fire pit in your direction using my bare hand using your bare hand and it was too heavy to move and also i burnt my hand what's the big deal <laughs> i think you just like being burned <laughs> maybe maybe i'm like a daenerys targaryen or whatever i'm You're like you know mother master. of dragons is that i'm not because i keep getting burned <laughs> but if i keep trying you're a masochist <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, I have so many. Okay. My little sister came home from school one day and demanded I take her to the library because she wanted to get books on sign language. I asked why. She told me there was a new kid at school who was deaf and she wanted to befriend him. And that alone Mm. is enough. But today, I stood beside her at her wedding watching her sign. I do. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Was it to the same kid? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Totally you know, different they, person. They Could have been some other guy. It's true. They did not specify He that. can hear and he's confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just really liked his books, yeah. Um, growing up, I didn't realize how poor we were. My parents were amazing at providing for us. We love watching baseball games, and I really wanted to go to a game so bad, but we couldn't afford it. To make up for it, while we were at school, my mom made up tickets to that night's game and money for us to, quote, spend. <clears throat> When we got home, she had set up chairs in front of the TV and numbered them. She gave us the tickets and money and told us to go clean up before the game. Come game time, we were lined up in the doorway. My dad took our tickets and told us how to get to our seats. After the game, uh, my parents went to the kitchen and they had a tray of hot dogs, candy, and soda and started yelling, hot dogs, get your hot dogs. We got all the money my mom made and bought whatever snacks we wanted. So it's the best baseball game I've ever been to. This one's, um, I'll wrap it up with these two. How about that? Sure. My six-year-old went to a birthday party last week, and when I picked him up, the mom said he was sweet, <clears throat> and he said he loved the cake 300 trillion, trillion percent. Later, he told me that there was a boy who loudly said that the cake was gross, and the mom's face looked sad, so that's why he said what he did about the 300 trillion percent. Then he looked me in the eyes and said, you know, kids can help grown-ups, too. Neither of you reacted to that. I am so sorry. <laughs> I was genuinely thinking about my pun. <laughs> And didn't hear, at, like, I'm so sorry. Dead air is, uh, now I don't want to end, so let me keep going. Uh, others, wait, wait, wait. How you doing, Chase? <laughs> good. Are yeah, you sure? Cool. Oh, good. You look tired. I am uh, tired. Okay. Yeah. Y'all will appreciate this. Um, i to pay attention. <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm sorry. Okay, you'll pay attention to this. This is an actual tombstone. I have a picture of it. TDD. I want you to read what the tombstone Wait, real picture? Mm-hmm. Read it. You want me to read it, Adam? Yeah. Adam's going to read it. Oh. Hey, wait, I should. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a picture of a tombstone with a fudge recipe <laughs> on it. Um, let's see, cook us off, uh, Wherever she goes, there's laughter. Uh, fudge re- recipe on a headstone. I feel like I should make this just to be able to say a dead person taught me how to make it. Maybe I'll do it for Halloween. I desperately hope that uh, she spent her l- entire life telling people that uh, they could have her fudge re- <laughs> recipe over my dead body. <laughs> The last comment is absolutely worth reprologging. Yeah, I just like that because I like the idea of, A, you can have this after, um, uh, over my dead body. We should make that, by the way. 
we should. I actually kind of want to make that. I don't like fudge, but just I'm not a huge fan I either. Just think but it's what so if it kills creative. us? It was like a poison recipe. One of the ingredients is arsenic. I just think that it's such a red berries from your woods mash mix in inject. Anyway, I feel like it's heartwarming just because it's a it's unique and it is funny, but it's also like that's a person or family that you know like really. I don't know, treated life differently. I feel like, and this is just an interesting way to, uh, I don't know, do it. Yeah. The end. Not the end. I have more. Okay. Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Just oh. read them. Mm. Just craft. I mean, okay. the, whoever's still here obviously wants to hear them. So, <laughs> okay, might, clearly. yeah, right, if they're uh, not, then you have no need to apologize to them. Yeah. They're gone. I thought this was cool. This person sold their VHS player on eBay because obviously you can't go buy VHS players anymore. Yeah. And I won't read the whole thing, but it's so sweet because the guy who bought it was an old man and he only had VHS of like his retirement parties and all like his, hmm. you know, family stuff. And then because he's an old man and has like all these like values that we don't always appreciate today, he sent the guy who sold it a handwritten letter telling him how much use he gets and how much he appreciates him taking the time to sell it and how it like you know like that's such a sweet thing that he sent a thank you letter to the guy who sold him something on ebay clearly meant a lot yeah i just thought old people care way more than other people (laughs) i was at kroger today and an old man was like i was gonna buy orange juice but the date was november 3rd Someone needs to change out those orange juices so people have fresh OJ. <laughs> and they were like, you're right, sir. And I was like, I would have never done that. <laughs> that man was determined to make sure everyone got fresh orange juice. I think that's great. Yeah. He was in front of the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of hate. older men who are nice. This is another Facebook. <laughs> what? What? Just picture an old man in the toilet paper aisle. Okay. This orange juice is all wrong. Okay. Well, this is a heartwarming story. Not like that. This is a post that someone put on Facebook with a picture. You're both stupid. And I hate I'm you. only laughing because he's laughing still. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. I won't look at him. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. All right. Dear stranger next to us at the rodeo, which is oh. interesting. The rodeo. Is it their first one? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When my son came up to you and grabs your arm, you didn't know that he used to be terrified of people. When he talked to you about the bulls, you didn't know he was diagnosed with a language disorder. When he jumped in your lap, and laughed as you tickled him you didn't know that he had a sensory processing disorder you also didn't know that as his mother i sat in my seat with tears running down my face sneaking this photo we adopted him a few short months ago we didn't know how long it would take for him to laugh to play and engage with others like this you didn't know any of this but you took the time to connect with a child who has had to fight to learn to connect and my heart is full that's beautiful and it's a beautiful picture of this really young kid oh and a stranger. Some people are just not. I think, of think shit. it's. <laughs> I think it's beautiful that kids, especially at that age, are so receptive and like can mm-hmm. read people so well. Yeah. And the fact that like I don't know, did he know him from a past life or some shit? Was he just have a good aura? But he just like really connected with this stranger. It's pretty cool. Kids will tell you a lot about a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very um, interesting. When I was a freshman in high school, there was a boy named Chris who was a senior and who had autism, and he really loved Hot Wheels. He always wanted to show people his tiny cars, and instead of the popular crowd making fun of him, they got excited with him. Hmm. On his birthday, everyone bought him Hot Wheels, and then he went home with a backpack full of them. For homecoming, they voted him king and gave him a cape with Hot Wheels on it. Sometimes high school isn't so bad. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Cool. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> 
Um, someone posted on Reddit, parents of Reddit, what did you find in your kid's room that you put back and never discussed with them? And so I can only imagine the responses that were on that post, but this one stood out. <clears throat> it said, um, I wasn't snooping. I was helping him organize all his collections of stuff when he was in high school. I came across an old metal cookie tin filled with paper scraps. He apparently torn off every time someone wrote good job or nice work um, on any piece of paper from his teachers, as well as all the happy birthday and love yous from all his cards. I realized how important those tangible affirmations are to him, so I've made it a point over the last 15 years to write things down in addition to telling him. He's got pretty severe anxiety and PTSD, and I'd like to think that if I'm not with him, one of those little pieces of paper might help him get through whatever he's dealing with. Oh my God, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, That's really sweet. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a really cool concept because I have a lot of my schoolwork and papers and stuff, but just like instead of keeping the whole card, he just would rip off the part that says, I love you yeah. or happy birthday yeah. or the top of the paper. Just I thought the most important that's part. really, you know, cool. Positive affirmations. Um, I get why a lot of people hate the whole princess culture aimed at little girls. There's a lot of toxic bullshit there, but when I was a tiny princess, my dad used to be my royal advisor. He would come to me, and over tea, we would discuss the problems of the kingdom. He would tell me that new people wanted to move to the kingdom and ask me what we should do. Or he would tell me that the teddy bears and the dolls were fighting over the enchanted forest and ask me what to do. Basically, he took the trappings of the princess culture and used it as a tool to teach me about leadership, civic responsibility, and compassion. Hmm. So if you have a little princess around... <clears throat> consider helping her figure out how to run her kingdom. There's no sense in telling a kid they can't be a leader or that they can't wear sparkles while they do it. Yeah. 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 And I'll just end up with this, even though it's not a story because it feels lighter. I can't do it. My throat hurts. <laughs> you said one of these I was going to have to read. <laughs> I'm trying to find that one. Um, I thought that it would be funny for you to read because it referenced like um, a voice change or something. <laughs> And you do so good with like and you're sound effects. Up so fast. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, I'm no, I know what you're talking about. I just can't figure out. I had one. I may not have included it because I didn't think that I could. Um, you're so unprepared. I'm sorry. I I'm sick of this. I thought Chase would like be going more, and that I would have time to like get my shit together in between. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't have that one. It was basically right. the story was that um, this babysitter. No went, way. Let Adam tell it. Yeah, there was this babysitter, and <laughs> she could make voices. She she uh she would um uh she uh, do a pre- she would do an Obama impression. She she Go would ahead. be like, "That's not it." Oh, sorry. Oh, you cut him off right before his <laughs> Obama impression. No, I'm just saying that was it. Was a babysitter who this little girl whenever she would um draw art and stuff that the babysitter <clears throat> would like have to do this big performance and like kind of the way a judge does in an Olympic sport a sport or something would like you know, really go into detail about how amazing the thing was. And it was just like their thing they did for a while. And then the girl grew up to be an artist, like for real. And then like did this whole thing for the babysitter. My name is Barack Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the former president of the United States. Uh Uh-huh. Beautiful. That was great. Joe Biden is my lover. (laughs) No, stop that. (laughs) Are y'all done? Yes. What about y'all? (laughs) <laughs> you are definitely encouraging him. Okay. No. This is not a heartwarming story, but I'm going to share it anyway because you're both dumb and we should end the show. I'm dumb? <clears throat> when? If you ever feel bad about Can't yourself... I wait to cut that out and put that in my tin. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever feel bad about yourself, just know that I tried to order food, but I was nervous. So instead of saying, I would like one small pizza, please, I accidentally said, I would like one small penis, please. <laughs> 
And the guy on the phone responded with, I only have a large. Is that okay? <laughs> We're dumb. And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> and then she ended with, why couldn't I have been born as a toothbrush? <laughs> it's actually embarrassing for me to say, but I just... I think it was really funny because I fucked up a word and in, in a similar fashion and it was very embarrassing in the situation. Was it public? Yeah. Mm. But it was like, I was trying to say, oh boy. I was trying to say, I was trying to concentrate. Oh no. Constipate is the only word it could be. My nope. brain said master. No. No. Oh, oh my God. Am I not close? That's so much worse. I just, for some reason, that's it's what came so out. And then worse. I just sat there frozen and then I just started dying laughing. <laughs> so like, oh, how no. did that happen? Not only did he admit to masturbating, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> Sorry, it just uh, came out. <laughs> it was hard for me to get through oh, that. Oh, <laughs> touche. I see what you did there. This uh, is his way of telling us he no longer works at T Mobile. <laughs> Or on this podcast. These aren't my off days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. A lot of balls to tell that. Okay. Never mind. I'm done. Okay. Okay. This really is the last one I'm going to share. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Sitting at an airport restaurant, listening to a young couple FaceTime with their baby and his grandparents. It's adorable. They're obviously having serious um, separation anxiety on their trip. They're cooing and gushing and exclaiming, well, look at you, big boy. So handsome. Are you being good for Nana? Then one million questions for Nana about how the feeding and the pooping are going. A reminder about favorite blankies and the toys. They ask to say goodbye to the baby one last time, and they nearly collapse with joy when he's back on the screen. Mommy and Daddy love you. You are the best boy. We're coming home so soon. I'm literally crying into my latte because it's so precious. I turn around to try to get a sneak peek at the baby on their FaceTime video. It's a yellow lab dog. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh it's something furry babies okay well just know that i have many many more that are even better than that but i'm panicking and i have to stop werewolf children let's go (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen this is the end of the show where i have to decide a winner and based on purely (laughs) just the volume (laughs) of content given to us today chase will not be the winner of this week it will be gene (laughs) happy to be here i'm sorry chase you were, right. you were coming out strong for a little bit, I'll be she, honest with you. Uh, she wore the pants in this uh, episode. So. I wear pants every day. And also, you know, you could have won because that heart wedding story really, like, affected me. But yeah. Yeah, the okay. orphan story and the bird story. I thought it was an appropriate amount. I didn't realize we'd go through that fast. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I had like eight. I think, no, I had like close to ten. They just went by really fast. It was close, honestly, like between the two of you. You both brought like really good ones, but I I don't know. And you know what I've learned from this episode is that um, the show was much better when we're all three equally contributing because it is awkward as fuck when it's all on me. I like the one with the little boy that was so... I was so sad and, and beautiful. Were his sister? Yeah. Oh, he thought yeah, he was sacrificing yeah. his life oh, no. and he was, was just insane. giving her blood. Yeah. Oh, God, that one. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a good one. That one hurts. Yeah. So anyway, we hope that uh, y'all stayed around this long and that your hearts are a little warmer now, right? Um, we do have a couple of pictures, I think, that we could share. So I'll put that on the blog for Salty Mermaid Entertainment.com. Check us out on Instagram also, Salty Mermaid ENT. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Uh, just a pun. I just okay. want to add a pun. Mm-hmm. All right. Have okay. fun. Imagine a TV show in which cars have an issue stopping at stoplights. Okay. Breaking Bad. <laughs> what? Breaking Bad? 
<laughs> oh my god, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them bye. <laughs> bye. Goodbye. <laughs>